Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 19th day of January 2017. By golly, we're having our Negeal, uh, uh what do you call it, uh, uh, inaugurations tomorrow. We're getting us a new president. Boy, howdy. Uh, uh, here, we're, we're here today with our co-host, uh, Jay Basser. And today our guest speaker is John Rossi. Now, he's with the Blue Water Navy. And uh, my lads, we've been uh, talking to John for a lot of years here, trying to figure out which way to go with the Blue Water Navy. It seemed to me their their anchors are stuck deep in the mud, but... We we might be able to get get something broke loose. At least we keep trying. How are you doing tonight, John? I'm doing really fair. Uh, that, that's exactly right. We've been talking about this for several years, haven't we? Yes, we have. And it just uh, just seems to keep on needing um, to get talked about. Well, you know, whenever I seen uh, Bob McDonald, if that's a proper name for him, uh, cut loose on the Camp Lejeune of veterans, uh, my lands, I think 900,000 of them, they said, I'm going to come to their aid, which he should have a long time ago. He waits till the 11th hour and the 59th minute, which really upsets me. I'm glad to see him finally do something for him. But then at the same time, I look at the Blue Water Navy. Uh, there's something should be done there also. And we all know a stroke of a pen can resolve this issue. It, it's not going to help the ones that's already passed. It might help some of their families uh, and some of the, the suffering living. Uh, but uh, I'd like to see them do something there, too. Uh, why not? And and then on top of that, we got the Gulf War bets. Uh, why ain't we doing more for them? So... Uh, we got uh, so many people, needy veterans out here, and the VA fights tooth and nail swearing that it never happened on uh, while they was in the care of the the government, and we know that's not so. 
So I don't know. What do we do? Well, no one had been uh, proven that or convincing of it, them of it, uh, or two different animals altogether. Uh, we certainly don't have any uh, problems seeing other veterans get uh, their compensation for toxic uh, uh, injuries. And, uh, Absolutely. And I feel that, that, yeah. that they did that Lejeune thing. That, that was overdue, and... Uh, and like you say, they need to take a look at uh, some of these younger vets, too. Yes. Uh, there's no need of making a poor poor guy and his family suffer for years before you finally come out and say, well, yeah, maybe we uh, got something here. Let's go ahead and ward these guys. We got so many of them suffering and sick and what one's left, let's go ahead and pay them up. Uh, folks, that's just the wrong attitude. I'm sorry. Take care of them when you, you come across. They have enough evidence. They know uh, Blue Water Navy has been uh, slid to the back of the pile and... and uh, uh, and do they have any intentions now? I understand you're you're doing pretty good there, getting uh, co-signers and signers, aren't you, John? Uh, for this for this new round, hundred uh, fifteenth Congress, uh, we had the bill introduced on the fifth, which was right off the bat, and I believe that we have a hundred and. 23, 26, maybe, uh, co-sponsors as of as of the close uh, of business Friday. Didn't it didn't show any updates for this week? Although um, I know that there were some uh, additional co-signers, so I'm thinking that they're going to do Friday updates on the uh, uh, website that that tracks that stuff. Now, couldn't McDonald sign a paper and say, here, we're taking care of these guys? It, it could have happened any time. Shinseki could have done that. Uh, yes. Uh, and McDonald could have done that. The The problem with that is uh, we don't trust them enough that we would simply let it go with that. We would still need a legislation uh, to essentially bind anybody that follows on from undoing what was done just with the stroke of a pen. So it's really a, that, that would make it a two-phase step, but uh, that really That's would right. also help with the, uh, with the budgeting and the, and the carrying, out, carrying off of the... Now, um, will, they, uh, will they use the... Uh, also integrate the uh, legislation be integrated in into the Camp Lejeune uh, uh, veterans. I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that. Uh, well, you mentioned having legislation as well as, uh, for instance, uh, Bob McDonald signing off on it, which he signed off on the Camp Lejeune. So I'm assuming that's going on, and 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 I'm I'm not heard anything about any uh, legislation being introduced to 
Yeah, oh, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're uh, more trusting than no. we are. But uh, uh, no, Kemp is not a legislative issue. Um, basically, what it is, it's going to be a change in the federal register and add them to it. That's, that's, that, that, they can do that, you know, inside. They do the same thing for you guys too. And, uh, yeah. But hey, you guys, you know, the legislation is uh, is just uh, you know to, to recognize, get Congress to put pressure on these folks. Go ahead and legislate and get it done through the legislation because you don't want it done by executive order. Because, like John said, any executive yeah. order can be undone by another one. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And the, uh, done, the right. young people, uh, they're uh, they've got a lot that, that their problems are much more widespread. Um, and I wouldn't doubt if they're going to come up with additional uh, things to be added to that. Uh, what really helped with that was since it was an internal VA decision, uh, they didn't have to uh, squirm around trying to find the money to pay for it. It was taken out of the operating budget of the VA. Mm-hmm. I think $2.2 billion or something, something in that neighborhood. Right. And, and believe it or not, that's been one of the biggest stumbling blocks for Blue Water Navy is the um, uh, both both the House and the Senate require that we identify uh, the money that's going to be used to pay for for the program over a 10-year period, which is also a government requirement is to look at it over 10 years. Uh, I don't think many payments are going to be going out 10 years from now. Um, except maybe some DIC payments, perhaps. But uh, that uh, searching for the money is is a hard thing to do, uh, and there are several ideas that we had just this last uh, congressional session that were pretty good ideas, but they got shot down uh, in the Senate because in the Senate all it takes is one voice to... Uh, Vetoed up any any sort of legislative action like that. Oh, go ahead and go, go ahead and name that real nice senator there, John. But uh, put the bag in there this time. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we got a lot of well, you're gonna have to leave that again. Voters. Yeah, I heard that too. You know, and. Uh, I guess he didn't want to take money out of his uh, out of his out of his schedule to uh, put in there because you know you like you said you know you got to find offsetting funds in order to pay for it in that situation but I think that's fixing to change. You know it uh, shouldn't be that way, doggone. The VA's got money allocated to them. If they need additional funds, they should. Uh, it it shouldn't be left up to the the groups uh, trying to get these things, you know, the Blue Water Navy uh, incorporates a lot of veterans. Well, actually not as many as you think. Uh, there are probably uh, 80,000 of, of us still alive. There were 172,000 at the peak of the war. Uh, of those 80-some thousand, uh, I don't think there's going to be more than uh, 50% of those guys are even going to file claims, and uh, the VA is going to uh, 
deny at least 30% of those, so that number just keeps dropping and dropping. Yeah, uh, it's dropping fast, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, the ones that die, you don't have to pay for it, and that's where they're doing some good money saving right now. The uh, uh, requirement for, for matching the funds uh, or finding the, the money uh, called matching funds uh, is really a, a, a requirement across the board for new legislation. Um, and as a matter of fact, when you read that uh, pay-for act, uh, and that's probably not the official name for it, but there are two a, two areas that are exempted from that. One of them are veteran services, and the other has to do with Social Security. And even though we're exempted from it, um, the House leadership has, has continued to say, well, it may be true generally, but in your case, you're going to have to find that money. Oh, I just can't hardly, I, I just can't grasp that, but I know what you're saying. It, uh, it's just not right. Yeah, too many attorneys in D.C. people. Uh, there should be X amount of dollars given to the VA or allocated to the BA, and if they need additional funds with the proper explanation, look, we have all these blue water, sick blue water Navy veterans. We have to take care of them. And uh, instead of denying everybody's claim and, and keeping this this clay, crazy claims process going, they need to step up to the plate and do the right thing. And uh, as McDonald did with the uh, Camp Lejeune veterans, this should be done with the Blue Water Navy veterans as well as the Gulf War veterans as well as other groups of veterans. We have groups of veterans, large groups of veterans, sporadically all through this, and uh, uh, they need to take care of them. That's what they promised to do when they signed that paper to go in. Well, that's what that was, that's what the promise was then. That's that's not quite the way it works now. Um, no, it sure don't. And the thing that that the VA wins with something like this is they create divisions that are uh, that never existed in reality. The, the distinction between blue water and brown water and uh, boots on ground. Uh, I mean, that, that we were a unified force. At least that's, that's how I approached it when, when I was serving. Um, and that, that distinction is, is created by the VA um, to their benefit. Well, yes. So, ah, Lord, what do you do? Well, that's a well, really it, good question. It, it may go through and it may not. So you're sitting here like you have been year after year after year, and uh, everybody working their tail end off trying to get these 
uh, crazy pools there in Washington to sign it off or co-sign or do something here. And uh, always it runs out of time. Yeah. You should not have this problem. Good at that. The A's really good at stalling Congress until the Congress is over, and then when starts a new Congress, you got to start over again. Yeah, that's, that's that not just the veterans. Yeah. Here, well, you've got to have somebody that sits in front of Congress and, and just tells the truth, uh, doesn't weasel word things, and doesn't uh, intentionally misrepresent things, uh, and that's been happening to a lot of the veteran bills, not just the Water Navy, uh, but when the VA fights back, uh, it, it's a it's a cat fight. Well, it is. You can show them documentation, and then they'll take that documentation and say, that don't mean nothing to us. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, our our uh, documentation we come to the table with is, uh, gee, guys, we were, uh, let's, let's, just talk about the guys that were in harbors. Uh, we were separated by maybe three feet, uh, maybe 30 feet. We've got the exact same diseases that the VA has said is in, uh, has a relationship to the, to the herbicides. Uh, and there were not two causes. There was, a, there was only one thing that caused those diseases. But... Um, that three-foot separation is enough for them to say, you know, it stopped right, right before it got to you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so, so, so true. It's sad. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, they, they the the hell's our enemy? <laughs> They really do. The upside to this is is every year we learn a little bit more. You know, every year we get a little bit smarter. Uh, every year they have to come up with a new and different trick. Um, and they they never run out of tricks, I guess. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna try it again this year. We're gonna uh, uh, the the. Um, Legislation that's been introduced uh, is HR 299, and um, I think what what the strategy will be is is to focus uh, on the House of Representatives and possibly get something actually passed in the House before we bother uh, uh, wrestling with the Senate. Uh, there are two distinct uh, places of business. Well, damn. This, uh, well, <clears throat> do you think this new administration is going to be helpful? Um, my answer to that, uh, no, because I don't think it's an administrative issue. Um, it, it has lived through three, uh, administration so far, and my bet is uh, that when the individual uh, was briefed and came into office, 
there wasn't any mention of the Blue Water Navy. They were not that big of a deal. That's but what some of these decided. Yeah. Yeah. And some of these decided, uh, no, the, the, we're not going to, we can't allow that one. And, and that negative uh, has been kept alive by the uh, by the civil servants within the department that uh, they just they just, they just memorize the, what's on the good side and what's on the bad side and uh, I, I can't I can't attribute it to anything other than um, you know we have to be on a, on a blacklist somewhere. Damn, there's got to be a solution to this issue. We have a problem here without a solution, and I don't know what it is. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be a matter of getting uh, strong numbers uh, behind you, uh, because we know from the last uh, uh, session, 114th Congress, that ended up on December 31st. We had we had 77 percent. Um, of the House of Representatives were signed on as co-sponsors to that bill. That's pretty and, good. Well, yeah, we thought it was pretty much. The, out of the 435 members, there were 337 that, that said, yeah, let's do this. And, and you have to kind of assume that that's the voice of the people speaking through the representatives, or at least I would hope that that's the case. Uh, but what what happened was uh, Jeff Miller, who's no longer in um, in the House of Representatives, he, he uh, did not uh, run again this this term, but he was able to block the legislation from leaving committee to go out to the floor for a vote. Um, that that really gets my. Uh, sense of what, what I learned in civics class uh, way back when, uh, and I have to swear that, that one guy can't do that, but, uh, but it happens. Uh-huh. Now, over on the, over on the Senate side, um, you know, this is all retro, uh, when you look back, it's easy to kind of say these things and make analysis and stuff. Uh, on the Senate side, last uh, session, we had 40, 47 uh, senators that had officially signed on. And uh, what we've learned over the years is the Senate uh, is less uh, anxious to sign on to a bill, but uh, they they rather uh, they give you some indication whether they're for or against it, but. Uh, it comes down to really not knowing for sure until that final uh, vote is called. Uh, but in our case, we had, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a shot from the hip here, there were 10 uh, or more senators who essentially said to us, uh, uh, I, I'm not going to co-sign, but if it comes up for a vote, uh, I'm not going to vote against it. Uh, so uh, I guess the point of that is we, we would have... Uh, very probably got it through the Senate also. But once again, that was blocked by the, uh, in this case, it was uh, Johnny Isaacson, who was chair of 
uh, and their big uh, focus was, well, we haven't identified the money. Uh, we need uh, something around $1 billion. We, we claim it's less than that, and there's going to be a recount of uh, a rehead count here uh, for the current bills. Um, but uh, I, I have to say that that's not my job. Uh, I, I can't. I can't sit around and look uh, where there might be money laying around because uh, that, you know, that I'm not even privy to all that stuff. Have somebody in the House or the Senate that has to do that. Yeah, the uh, House does that, don't it? So is there somebody in the House of Representatives not doing their job there? Wouldn't that come from the Veterans uh, 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 Committee? Well, uh, it depends on um, how how anxious they are to help you, I think, is, is the bottom line. Uh, there are funds that, that come into being because they stop certain programs. Uh, and not everybody learns about those funds, uh, mainly because... Uh, Somebody grabs hold of it and, and says, wait a minute, I'm, I'm claiming this one. Uh, we're not going to tell anybody else about it. So there's uh, extensive knowledge that's required in order to say, you know, I think we can uh, we can afford this because, gee, uh, over a 10-year period, we can certainly get uh, $1 billion out of whatever it is, even if you have to take milk away from the little kids at school, uh, those yeah. kind of things have, have been, uh, that's not unheard of. Uh, they've done stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they have. Uh, so, I don't know, that, would it do any good to browbeat, go in and browbeat the Veterans Committee? Uh, well, yeah, that's always fun to do. Um, and and we do that. Uh, when, but when we run into a situation, let's say last year, when um, uh, Jeff Miller decided that uh, there just wasn't enough scientific evidence that uh, Blue Water Navy was, was ever exposed to herbicides, which was uh, his stance. Uh, I mean, when, once they've dug in, and uh, they've gone to the House leadership and say, uh, here's what I'm going to do. And, and the leadership is going to support them because when they assign someone to a committee, uh, they pretty much give them autonomy on, on what they can do, what they can't do. Uh, or at least that seemed to be the case last year. So... Uh, so, in other words, Jeff Miller very possibly could have put the screws to uh, the Blue Water Navy. Well, he, he obviously he sure didn't did. help him. Well, the the question is, what what was it, what were the motives? Um, I, I don't even think I'll speculate on that one, because um, because you would throw me off the radio. Uh, <laughs> but but across the board. Uh, it's it's going to be a question of uh, someone asking themselves, what do I get out of this? And if it turns out being a very positive thing, then they'll end up fighting for it. Um, now, why would why would they fight against you? 
um, I, I don't I, I don't have that answer and, and like you said I, I wouldn't I don't understand uh, you know what all the things were at play uh, to make that come about well, my lands, John, there's enough documentation of sick blue water uh, Navy veterans. There's enough documentation out there to fill an encyclopedia set. Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, so documentation is not a uh, is not a true issue with with our plight. But, um, well, that'd be my thinking. Yeah, that's. That you couldn't look for lack of documentation. They do have the documentation. Now, why they'd step forward and say, "Hey, I think this is all a bunch of hooey. I don't believe any of you." So, uh, therefore, uh, Blue Water Navy is—they uh, don't need nothing. And and essentially, that's what Jeff Miller did last year. Um, his his comments were he does not believe he did not believe that there was hard enough scientific evidence that the uh, Blue Water Navy was ever exposed. Oh and, uh, boy! And the irony of that is that the IOM in their study of the Blue Water Navy essentially said, well, you know something, we don't even have good scientific evidence that the guys with boots on ground were ever exposed or the blue, or the brown water navy uh, because we can't tell you any any quantitative measurement of who was exposed, how much exposure they had and uh, you know who should be who should be getting benefits uh, but in this case, the people that should be getting benefits are the ones who have the diseases, and that's why it's uh, a presumptive. That's right. It seems to me that they would look at the presumptives, and the presumptives would tell them, look, we have X, amount, X percent of Blue Water Navy veterans with these presumptives. Now, how can you say that they were not exposed and are suffering from that exposure. Uh, I don't see how they can do that with a clear conscience, but evidently they don't care about a conscience uh, or what's right or what's wrong. It's whatever they choose to do. Uh, and there, there's probably a reason every time that, that they do choose something like that, but uh, the, the question that should be asked at that point is, well, okay, if it wasn't, uh, if that particular disease was not caused by exposure to herbicide, how did they get it? Uh, yeah. You know, show, show me something that, that not only causes that specific disease, but all, whatever it is, 28 of them that are on VA's list, uh, uh the blue water guys are are sick and dying of all those same 28 diseases. So what else was there that, that could have uh, yeah. given that? Uh, you know, if, if they have three or four uh, presumptives to Agent Orange, it should be a no-brainer. I mean... That should be adequate to prove up exposure. Now, if they only come forward with one, 
maybe I could say, well, maybe there's an argument here. But if, and I'll guarantee you, most of them have more than just one presumptive. That's right. Most of them do. And the VA in no way can turn their back on that, although they keep doing it. Uh, now, if, if you want to go back a little bit further into the past, uh, any of the studies that were done, uh, and the CDC did a fairly in-depth study in, in 87 through 89, roughly, um, they actually found that the Blue Water uh, sailors had a higher incidence of some of those diseases than the guys with boots on the ground. And, God can and, see uh, that. Yeah. That's the same thing that the Australian Navy came up with, uh, was that their seagoing uh, military had a higher incidence of several of the diseases than the guys that had that were uh, with boots on the ground. Uh, but for some reason, that uh, that doesn't make enough difference. Uh, uh, now, didn't Australia take care of their uh, Blue Water Navy veterans? It's my understanding that, that they are currently uh, providing compensation to anyone who is uh, serving in the Vietnam War uh, out to 100 uh, nautical miles from shore. Yeah, and I think it probably should be much further than that, but... Uh, what about Canada? Now, Canada had Navy veterans, too, right? Um, I believe that, that there was no specific Canadian ship, that uh, the Canadians were free to join the forces of uh, Australia or New Zealand or the United States. Uh, but like during um, the uh, Korean War, the, the Canadians did set up, uh, through their uh, Veterans Affairs Department, uh, compensation for injuries that were, that were received during the war. And, uh, and an illness like, like these uh, serious things that are caused by the, the Agent Orange dioxin, uh, those are wartime injuries. So I, I kind of flitters around the answer to that question. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, the Canadians are taking care of their uh, guys also, as as are, I believe, a, a program in England. Mindlands. Why does veterans have to go through this? They went through it. The atomic veterans went through it. It was radiated. I mean, my God... And they died a bit before they finally said, well, yeah, we'll take care of them. The three or four that's left. Uh, that's right. Uh, there was a uh, experience I had with uh, talking to a guy that uh, was in the uh, atomic test. And one of the reasons he could not get his claim approved uh, and this is his story, so I'm just passing it on uh, without really having any documentation to back it up. 
but apparently when he went to get his uh, reading from the from the uh, doses dosage badges that they had to wear around, those uh, seminars or whatever they're called, yeah, yeah, they've been kept in a warehouse and uh, they melted. Oh. Uh, so you know, where is the documentation then? Well, I'm sorry, but. Uh, he essentially said, you know, you've got no way to prove that your uh, RAD's exposure was above any certain limit. It was never written down, but it was written on the badge itself. No, it was written down. They kept a, a chart. Now, where the well, charts are, I don't know. Because well, I read really the ones uh, they had on the, the uh, radio... Uh, the nuclear power plant they had there at Port Greeley, Alaska. Now, I've read the reports on them, and uh, the, and they had several uh, investigations on it because the troops uh, were getting too radiated, and it was from them keeping records on charts that was sent to D.C., and I I have that, uh, and so there's there's written records. Yes, it's on the the meter too. But I mean, like every every day they would uh, write in the report their their readings. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that but that's someone who uh, works consistently within a. Uh, Area that that is high exposure. Uh, some of these guys that were on the ships sailed in a couple of days before, sailed out a couple of days afterwards. Oh and, uh, yeah, yeah, that would be done. And and the Navy is terrible at documentation. Uh, has been, and and that's really one of the things that kind of saved us with the uh, inland water uh, program is that we were able to convince the VA that. The, the Navy never had a list that you had to sign off if you wanted to leave the ship to go to the pier or go to the PX or uh, had to go to a meeting. Uh, unless you were the captain or a very high-ranking VIP, uh, nobody bothered to mark down that, that you got off the ship. And, uh, and ultimately, the VA did recognize that, and they uh, put into place a set of rules that said uh, not past as it says and, and there's still guys making their claims that uh, if your ship was in a harbor uh, or near the coast and, and you had some other way to get into shore uh, since the Navy was so bad with uh, keeping documentation uh, they will accept uh, a lay statement from the veteran that says, yes, I uh, had my boots on the ground. And the key reason they do that is that's that's a statement that can um, legally be made by the veteran because it only it's an observation. It's not a medical statement. It's not anything that uh, requires any kind of special training. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, John, we have a caller here. Let me see if they can come in. 
Uh, caller 361, uh, area code, uh, do you have a question or comment for uh, John? Yeah. Uh, hey, Gerald, this is Bill Sheikah, Captain Contaminate. How are you, How doing, you Gerald? How you Bill? I'm John well. Stacy and John Rossi, how are you all? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I've been listening to this. John, I really I admire the hard work you've done, and it is so frustrating. I, I think I'm going to just bring up some points. And um, by the way, I am I'm rated at 410% service connected with 12 more issues still awaiting to go to the B, to the BBA or to be done on, and I am uh, uh, aid in attendance and homebound. I have eight Agent Orange, uh, Agent Orange and nuclear radiation uh, uh, diseases that are ruled presumptive on Agent Orange. But the question, in the, uh, what I'm going to bring forth, the work that was done to bring the Agent Orange Act forward to 1991, of 1991, we had the evidence, we knew how dangerous Agent Orange was, even before it was being dispersed by Monsanto and Dow Chemical. And so what we've got is an act. They had to put an act in place to acknowledge and satisfy the diseases of those veterans that had them that were being caused and unexplainable. And I, Institute of Medicine, the National Institute of Health, had a great hand in that, saying yes, but they drugged their feet. Congress did too. So we see Agent Orange was outlawed in 1973, but there's evidence that it was used up until 1975. And uh, Gerald and I both, being from Fort Greeley, uh, the VA is basically on what they've allowed me and agreed upon is that they agree with what my doctors have opined and VA examiners have opined. They said nothing about Agent Orange or nuclear radiation. They refused to bring those terms up in my award letter. And that's a very important point. That's why the Agent Orange Act of 1991 is still haunting all of us today. Gerald, uh, John Stacy, and you, and all the rest of the Blue Water vets. Until they get an act that proves that the 1970, that uh, the uh, uh, Agent Orange Act of 19... 91, that needs to be redone, and it needs to be more condensed, smaller, and it just needs to include, look, let's don't just say if you were boots on the ground on presumptives, because what about all the veterans like Gerald and I that were stationed at uh, Fort Greeley, Alaska? What about the over 100 military installations where Agent Orange was used uh, and according to the training seminar, you can pull that up on Haddad, I think it's still there, but it's under the training seminar of Colonel Travs from 1973, uh, uh, the, the herbicide training seminar. It was mandatory. Uh, over 100 military installations in the continental United States where Agent Orange was used, including Fort Greeley. There's no, there is no saying... Well, it may or may have not been there. No, it was there because their training seminars were showing people how to apply this dangerous uh, uh, defoliant. 
And what you've got is a place now where everybody says, we just want to forget about it, and it's going to take a new act. It's going to take an act from Congress to specifically recognize once and for all that we don't care where you're at, whether it was Thailand, where it was Okinawa, whether it was Guam, whether it was Fort Greeley, Alaska, whether it was on the ships uh, that carried it over there, whether the boats were uh, uh, ships were docked in Vietnam, including, and here's something that we haven't covered, the bases, those training bases where the U.S. Navy had to take basic training at, and their AIT, before they went to the ships, those bases were being heavily used on Agent Orange, especially the ones that had airfields. That was used on all the airfields. And which, it, it cleaned them off really well. And that's what we did. We used it on our airfield, at Allen Army Airfield, which Gerald and I are very familiar with. So I've got eight presumptives, but yet I, I had to file under direct, and yet they awarded me on, uh, on a number of the uh, presumptives, and I'm awarded, but the VA is very good about not saying Agent Orange or nuclear radiation. Even though my doctors and my VA examiners have all made their opinions, there's no other plausible explanation. It's as least as likely as not that these came, and it's been proven through medical journals and studies uh, that this is what causes these diseases. So until we get an act, I believe that this thing, we're going to see, John, the 300 veterans a day dying is going to continue until there's just a few of us left, which isn't going to be very long. And in 10 years, in 10 years, 98% of that era, of those of those Vietnam era vets, they will be gone. There'll only be about 2% left. And so, you know, as as Congress has to deal with this thing as looking at the medical evidence only, not to decide whether they were exposed or not exposed. If it was used on any of the bases and the naval uh, installations where the Navy had to train uh, basic training and AIT still falls if they were using Agent Orange there. It doesn't really even have to include the ships. The ships could be a secondary uh, uh, outlet uh, that they were in Vietnam or whether they tied up at uh, uh, a place where Agent Orange was used, I believe that that the key here is to make sure that the veteran has those diseases and has the overwhelming evidence of doctors' opinions and make sure that you can back it up with the evidence of where it was at. And if you can have that, I believe that will... That's all that is necessary, and it's going to take another act. The case I yeah, that, that should be all that's necessary. You're right. I, and, and I agree with you there. It should be all that's necessary. That's what happened in, in my situation, though I still have 12 more uh, situ- problems that I have to go before the BVA, and and I'm, I'm at a SMC level L right now which is well above the 100%, as some of us know. Uh, And these SMC awards go as you keep getting sicker. Well, 
the veterans that are trying to fight with the VA, we still have to fight with under the Agent Orange Act and, and what is VA protocol and what they've written. We've got to get that off the board. We've got to totally do away with that, get more concise, more simple and specific. And they're saying, well, we don't have the money to do it. Well, they can have the money to do it, and they have always asked for the money to do it. They always have more money than they need, but they have a way of squandering, as we well know. So I think tomorrow we're going to see a brand-new sheriff in town. And I think we're all excited about it. And uh, yeah, I think the veterans are going to be the ones that Mr. Trump is going to try to help. And this is the time to strike. I think if the Blue Water Navy has any chance at all to get any legislation through, it's going to be after tomorrow. But I think the whole thing needs to change. Everybody's attack mode needs to be, where was that station? Was it? Agent Orange there, was it used at all? Is there any scientific evidence like environmental uh, agencies, like Alaska Department of Environmental Conservation has it down specifically in the locations where they used it? There was no question about it. All the well, the Corps Engineers had it too, uh, Bill, up there. Sure. It's in their report, uh, 245-T and a bunch of other stuff. So, I mean, it's well documented. Yeah, and that's all it needs to be brought up, too, Gerald. Uh, if we can get this, uh, get a bill, and I think, John, if you guys can get a bill that's more specific and that it says, look, we know how bad Agent Orange is and how bad it was. Why did you outlaw it if it wasn't dangerous? And the evidence you have is clear. The veterans have got these diseases. There's no other explanation for it. Then he's, he should have the benefit of a doubt rule come into play to begin with, and that should be the end of it. And the way they, the way these senators and congressmen uh, with the VA uh, 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 House of Veterans Affairs and the Senate uh, uh, on House of Veterans Affairs, they just keep putting roadblocks up, making it difficult. And I, I I don't see I don't see anything to change until we get enough people to decide to finally say we've had enough, we're gonna take care of our veterans and we've got to get this thing passed. The legacy of Agent Orange is going to come on right now. I have a son that has spina bifida. He didn't ask for spina bifida. And that's one of the presumptives of Agent Orange uh, is is spina bifida because it's passed from the from the parent to the child up to four generations according to the National Institute of Health. So, uh, you know, how did my son get spina bifida? Well, my doctors have said already told me that my all what I've got problems with are Agent Orange and nuclear radiation. Uh, as Gerald was commenting on, the, the reactor that we had that went down while I was there had to be entombed, and the pipeline where they were dumping radioactive waste into Jarvis Creek, very well documented. It was done. No use crying over spilt milk. How are we going to take care of our veterans? How is the Blue Water Navy going to keep moving without getting anything 
put forward into writing as far as a bill. It's going to take a bill, John, and I, I, I'm trying to be as upfront as I can. These people aren't going to move and help us, or, or you or any of those veterans. Well, see, Blue Water Navy has a bill in. Right now they're doing real well with the co-signers and stuff. But, uh, doggone it, every year it seems like they let it drag on and on and on. Well, they let it drag on, and and they're going to start putting these add-ons. They're going to add these little things, the howevers and the what-ifs, and then that just drags the veteran down further, like they did with the H&R Jack of 1991. Uh, 1991. I, I hate seeing Blue Water Navy do this. I have a veteran... A naval friend of mine who was on the USS Fire Drake, that's a converted Liberty ship that he was two tours in Vietnam, hauled Agent Orange to Vietnam. He has four presumptives, four of the presumptives right now, and I can't get him to file, and he doesn't want, you know why? He doesn't want to fight with them, because he said, I've watched you fight with them, and you were you really put a lot of effort into it, and he said, "I just don't want to go through what you went through." It shouldn't be that hard. Uh, and, and that's a common attitude too, which is which is too bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. It really is, John. And man, I commend you. But I mean, until until we get our lawmakers involved, until they get a heart for this thing, and until they really, really understand how serious the problem has been. And and what do we do with the 300 a day that die? I just went to a funeral uh, of a friend of mine last Monday, and Agent Orange, he was a, um, a Marine recon in Vietnam, and Agent Orange, and uh, he was only at 70 percent, and he died of uh, died of a, a ischemic heart disease, and we just lose. We all have friends and that, have, that we've lost, and they're losing. And every week, it's uh, the the list gets smaller. And so, I, my my suggestion is, it's going to take a brand new heart. Congress is going to have to have a brand new heart. The House and the Senate, we're going to have to shut the mouths of those who are who want to put tags on any new bills. I can guarantee you that the bill that comes out for the Blue Water Navy bill for this, what they're going to do, they'll put so many restrictions and add-ons on it, it's only going to be a small group of the veterans that are really sick from Agent Orange and Blue Water Navy. Only a handful are going to qualify per hundred, maybe, you know, 10 out of 100 that are sick. And that's what we've got to avoid. I think that that's coming down the road to us. You're right. I think we've got to try to avoid it and be, we have to be more concise to take care of all of our vets, blue water vets or whatever vets that were involved with uh, uh, Agent Orange. And it's just like we're dealing with these, uh, the, the veterans in Desert Storm coming back. Now we've got the problem with the burn pits. Now we've got the problem with the, the depleted uranium uh, projectiles. Uh, it's it's going to go on, and the, yeah, they'll probably do something another oh, 15 years after most everybody is, half of them are gone, they'll probably pass a bill. But I think our hearts have to change, uh, and our congressmen and senators, our lawmakers, we're going to have to bring a bill, and it, that's the only way I see anything happening 
and it's going to have to change. The VA has got to change. Uh, they can't go on this direction. So I'm I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to listen to the rest of the show, but I wanted to bring some things forward, some food for thought, uh, being Gerald and I were both at the same place and got <laughs> all this wonderful stuff we get to have and compliments to the government. I, I loved my country. I loved my duty and everything else that went with it. But I didn't ask for any of this, and my kids didn't ask to get vinyl bifida. So with Agent Orange, but it 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 it, it really has to start happening. I think tomorrow starts a brand new day, and I think that we all need to be real encouraged and be real forceful with our political leaders and let Mr. Trump and Congress know that we've had enough. And I'm going to hang up and let that go. And John, hey, God bless you. I really appreciate your hard work. Thanks, Bill. And and you hang in there pretty soon. Gee, I two hundred percent and another twelve things to go. You're gonna start not feeling very good here pretty quick, aren't you? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. God God bless y'all. God bless you, Gerald, John and, and John. Bye bye. God bless you, Bill, and you take care of yourself now. I I will. Bye bye. Bye. All right, all right. Well, that's uh you know, we got injured people or damaged people all over the United States, uh, probably all over the world. But uh, the Blue Water Navy, I think he's probably right, John. Uh, they're going to start a, if it's uh, any chance of the bill passing, they'll probably go tacking everything on it. And uh, he may be right. I've seen uh, other issues come to like that, and it just hurts you. Uh, it should be Blue Water Navy, Blue Water Navy, <laughs> but uh, uh, or an Agent Orange Act or something. I don't know. But uh, anyway, the bill started, and it's got a bunch of co-signers and sponsors, so let's move something. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep after it. Uh, hopefully we'll do things... Uh, one degree better than we did last year. And, well, uh, I think the the chances might be better. Let's hope. Uh, you know, you never know. That's right. Do, doggone it. They tell you anything. They give you false hopes and uh, tell you every cock and bull story in the world, and you end up you don't know what's real and what ain't. That's pretty much sums it up, too. But uh, uh, you want to give your information out here before we run out of time? Oh, for you bet. Uh, Blue Water Navy is, uh, you can find that on the Internet, um, bluewaternavy.org, no spaces. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can email me at at navy at bluewaternavy.org. Uh, we've got a lot of information on the website. Uh, I've put up some fresh ideas on how uh, some ideas on how claims uh, can be written that, that may have a better chance of being uh, approved than than they have in the past. Um, but yeah, it's a, we've got a good website. Come over and visit. 
Okay. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, John. Uh, maybe we didn't get to create the row we had hoped to, but I think we done pretty good. I stayed awake, didn't you? Stayed awake. There was a lot of information. I don't know, Jay Bass, are you awake? <laughs> well, I think John fell asleep. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there, there was a lot of good information, um, and it needs to be looked at uh, in a very judicious manner. Hopefully, this is the year to do it. Let's hope this is the year. We get a lot of these veterans' issues resolved. And... Uh, I know it ain't going to be easy, and the hill ain't got any less steep, and there's just as many chug holes in the road. So we want to just hold our head up, march on, and do what we possibly can. Yep. With that, well, I'm be... certainly not able to walk away from it. So. Well, me neither. This will be Gerald Cook with Jay Basser, and thanks to John Rossi for being on with us tonight and uh, bringing us some news here on the Blue Water Navy. Uh, this will be Gerald Cook. We'll be signing off for now. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Master Show. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.